Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Morning Update. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Tuesday the 29th of June and as usual with all the information contained in this broadcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this presentation or podcast. And if you need to, you can always pause the PowerPoint slide here and read our disclaimer in full. Or if you're listening, head on over to our website and read our disclaimer there. Okay, well, we had an interesting evening, to say the least, in the US markets last night. Spy Futures showing a loss of 15 points. Perth heading into a lockdown until Saturday will again sap some of the confidence out of the market. And of course, the Sydney lockdown continues. So Spy Futures showing a loss of around 15 points or 0.21%. Over in the US, we had the Dow Jones under some pressure down around 0.44% or 151 points to 34,283. The Nasdaq, though, had a cracking day up 0.98, just shy of 1%, 140 points to 14,501. And the S&P 500, As we say in the middle for diddle, up 0.23%, 10 points to 42.91. We also saw a tickle up slightly in that VIX index. That's the uh, cost of insuring portfolios through option pricing on the CBOE. That was up 0.9% to 15.76. So a little bit of insurance being taken out there and a little bit of a wobble on the Dow. But the NASDAQ proving very resilient. Why? Well, it was really a story of the big four tech stocks and those fangs doing very well, and especially Facebook, which seemed to have a small victory in its court case, an antitrust case that has been brought by the FTC in the US, and they have had a small victory there. And uh, although it's not a complete victory because they have uh, still some ongoing issues which can be uh, uh, dragged back up, but it does seem to be an issue that they have solved in terms of breaking the company up and the WhatsApp app, which uh, was the centre of this investigation. As a result, we saw Facebook hit all-time highs and it hit a trillion-dollar US valuation, and that dragged the other fang stocks up with it. In terms of commodities last night, uh, we did see Brent and WTI falling last night. There are some more travel restrictions being brought in in Europe, and those travel stocks in Europe had a bit of a tempestuous day. Uh, UK holidaymakers look as if they're not going to be heading overseas quite as soon as they thought. We had Brent crude down nearly 2% or $1.50, 74.68. WTI down 1.5%, $1.14, Gold picked up slightly, nearly 3 bucks, 17.80.70. And the iron ore price was up 1.77%, $3.80. So that's looking pretty good, $218.70 US dollars a tonne. Aussie dollar, pretty steady, 75.66 at the moment. In other commodities, we saw copper down 0.2, nickel down 1.3, aluminium up 1.1, zinc up 0.4, lead up 0.6, and tin up just over 1% last night. Moving along to uh, the major stories out of the U.S., Uh, Certainly that Facebook story was dominating the US and certainly dominating the tech stocks as well. Uh, That was certainly part of the story. And we saw the S&P 500 pick up after that 
uh, announcement came through. So things looking pretty good in the US, but it is quite quiet. We don't forget we are in the summer lull period. And the US also has a holiday on Monday, July 4th, Independence Day holiday, although it is taking place on the 5th. So uh, just bear that in mind. It's a shortened week for the Dow and the end of month, end of quarter, etc. In terms of major stories, infrastructure deal is back on track. Biden walked back his suggestion he would veto proposals. So that's good. Passing a $4 trillion stimulus bill to cover Democratic priorities will require party unity, something that I'm not sure President Biden has just at the moment. Uh, That Facebook win with the antitrust case certainly dominating the Nasdaq stocks. And fresh COVID outbreaks spread across Australia in new phase of pandemic. Research out as well that the Pfizer-Moderna vaccines may confer long-lasting immunity. And the Biden administration cautioned that review of COVID origins may not produce a definitive explanation. Bank of Japan sees limited impact from commodity price gains, confident in June meeting of recovery. Of course, the Japanese or the Tokyo Olympics starts in three weeks' time. As far as what's on in our market today, no local economic data. We've got BHP and Rio in US dollar terms on the ADRs, down 0.6% for BHP, down 0.7% for Rio. Perth heading into a short lockdown until Saturday. Miners told to stay at home. We've also seen a lockdown in the Northern Territory as well. And that Newmont gold mine that is at the centre of this uh, mining or FIFO uh, lockdown is uh, is obviously closed for the time being. Interesting for some of our cybersecurity stocks, perhaps the likes of TNT and Whitehawk. There is a uh, cybersecurity company called Sentinel One. It's increased its IPO range and it's now raising a top end of the range, 1.02 billion. And security data and cloud jobs are now paying 30% more than a year ago. The UK travel ban starting to expand on increasing COVID-19 cases. In fact, Germany is looking to ban UK holidaymakers from the EU completely for the time being. The pan-European stock 600 index, that ended 0.6% lower. Travel and leisure index down 4.4%. That's a one-month low on those moves from Germany and others to stop UK holidaymakers. The New York Stock Exchange FANG index 1.7% higher last night. Facebook up 4.2%. Tesla up 2.5%. That's despite recalling 300,000 cars in China over a safety issue, which meant that the cars unexpectedly uh, increased their speed. Um, Try explaining that one to the officer. Uh, Katmandu out this morning. Profit downgrade on COVID-19 closure impacts. Seems Rip Curl and Oboz Business is still going well, and Kathmandu itself was going well up until the lockdown in Melbourne and more recently in Sydney. So it looks like numbers there are going to be slightly weaker than the market was expecting. But then again, hardly unexpected given that uh, we are seeing that lockdown. Morningstar has said that banks will return $34 billion of excess cash in the next three years. CBA is the first cab off the rank, they think. Uh, with a $5.5 billion buyback. But it does seem that excess capital for all the big four banks will be returned to shareholders in the next two or three years in some form. The Brainchip founder and interim CEO has recently sold 2.5 million shares at $0.54. And CSL, 
says the world does want the AstraZeneca jab and production is not slowing down. And last night we heard from Scott Morrison, who has now decided that under 60s can get the AstraZeneca jab, although they have to actually ask for it. And doctors will be indemnified over producing or giving that jab to uh, under 60s. China moving to create some iron ore competition in Africa. We know about the uh, Samantu iron ore project, which China has got going, which won't come on for a little while. But it has signed a, a, uh, a deal with Cameroon and a listed company called Sino, which was delisted in December after trying to negotiate Sundance Resources uh, part of their project. So some interesting moves from China looking to break that dominance and reliance on the Pilbara iron ore story. And Cobram Estate Olives attracting attention as it heads for an IPO. Question of the day today, are there any upcoming IPOs you're looking at? Are there any that have caught your attention? Any that you feel are good value and good buying for other members that you're happy to share? And also maybe for us to have a little look at. So if there are any upcoming IPOs you're looking at, let us know and let your uh, fellow members know. That's it from me today. Head on over to the Facebook discussion group as usual. Love to have your thoughts, ideas or insights over there. It's a great group. Members helping members is the motto over there. And ask the analyst back on Friday at 5pm. Let's face it, I'm not going anywhere with the Sydney lockdown. So we're going to be running another Ask the Analyst session on Friday. If you have any stocks you want me to look at before the session begins, by all means, email me at henry at marcustoday.com.au and I'll be happy to look at the top five or six that may be of interest to a more broader audience. And then we'll take it from there with the general questions and answers. But once again, thanks very much for listening and have a great day.